Now, I want to start this episode of Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast, by talking about something totally not related to French food, or even French herbs, which is what this episode is also about, in my A to Z of French herbs. But just bear with me, okay? Did you know that Hollywood legends Warren Beatty and Shirley MacLaine are actually first cousins? Or that former US President George H.W. Bush and Franklin D. Roosevelt were fifth cousins? Madonna, she's related to Celine Dion and Hillary Clinton. And celebrity chef Jamie Oliver is related to the founders of Rolls-Royce. As for me, your host, Andrew Pryor, I'm excited to share with you that I have a famous cousin as well. My second cousin happens to be the acclaimed movie director Richard Curtis from Love Actually fame. But I do feel like I'm not achieving enough when I think of his amazing career. Which begs me to wonder, how does it feel to be a little-known cousin to a herb? Like parsley, I wonder. Well, if herbs could talk, I'm sure that the chervil plant would spill the tea. Bonjour, this is Fabulously Delicious, the French food podcast. It's the podcast that's all about the cuisine that is said to have founded modern cooking. French ingredients and dishes have been the starting block of many of the world's best chefs and cooks. On Fabulously Delicious, you'll learn all about those dishes and ingredients, as well as get to know more about fabulous French chefs and cooks. I'm your host, Andrew Pryor. Enchanté. Enchanté. Ten years ago, my life changed when I competed on MasterChef Australia, and now I share my time between France, Paris, my house here in the French countryside, as well as the UK, London and Brighton. My life is all about cooking, eating and living life the best way I can. I love meeting wonderful food producers, chefs, home cooks, drinking amazing wines, eating some of the over 1,500 French cheeses and sharing these fabulous experiences with you, my fabulously delicious audience. I hope you're enjoying them. Today, we are continuing the A to Z of French herbs. And today's herb is that cousin to parsley that, to be honest, I'd never heard about before I moved to France, chervil. I can't wait for you to find out more about it. So sit back, turn up the volume. If you're not driving, pour yourself a glass of wine, break a baguette, Add a bit of saucisson, maybe some delicious cheese, and enjoy today's episode of Fabulously Delicious, the A to Z of French herbs. Chervil. Chervil is spelt C-H-E-R-V-I-L and pronounced chervil like Cher, the singer, and ville, like ville, the French word for town. But in French, it's pronounced surfei, and spelled C-E-R-F-E-U-I-L. Chervil is often called French parsley, or garden chervil. It's an annual herb related to the parsley family. It used to be called mehres, as its oil had an aroma similar to the resin from myrrh, which is extracted from a tiny thorny tree that's used for perfume and incense, amongst other things. Back to chervil, though. It's commonly used as a seasoning for various French dishes and most notably used in the popular herb mixture, thin herb, or as we say in Australia, fine herbs. The name chervil is Anglo-Norman from Latin and is derived from the Greek, sherifilin, 
meaning the herb of rejoicing or the happy herb. Chervil has been cultivated for thousands of years and has been used in both culinary and medicinal applications. The ancient Greeks believed that chervil had healing properties and it was often used to treat various ailments. The Romans used chervil in their cooking and believed that it had aphrodisiac properties. During the Middle Ages, chervil was used in medicinal purposes as a digestive aid and it has even been infused with vinegar to cure hiccups. The eating of chervil was encouraged because it inspired cheerfulness and gave you sharp bits apparently. And nowadays it has even been used for lowering high blood pressure. Chervil is a member of the Apice family and was spread by the Romans through most of Europe where it now grows naturally. The plants even grow in North America, although I don't think the Romans are responsible for that. In cooking, chervil is used, particularly in France, to add flavour and season many dishes like soups and sauces, and it goes well with poultry, seafood and spring vegetables. Chervil is said to be more delicate than parsley and has a faint taste of licorice or aniseed. It's an essential herb in French cuisine and is commonly used in dishes such as omelettes, quiches and soups but it's also used as a garnish, with its delicate leaves adding a subtle flavour to dishes such as salads, seafood and roasted meats. As one of the four traditional French fin herbs, with the other herbs being tarragon, chives and parsley. Fin herbs are considered an essential ingredient in French cooking, unlike herbs such as thyme and rosemary, which can take more time to release flavour to a dish. The fin herbs are added at the last minute, to salads, omelettes and soups, and add a more subtle, delicate flavour. If you're looking to grow chervil yourself, it prefers a cool and moist location apparently. Otherwise, it will rapidly go to seed, which in gardening terms is called bolting. Chervil is often grown as a cool season crop, like lettuce. It should be planted in a winter greenhouse in late fall, or early spring in the garden. Many gardeners actually plant chervil for its aesthetically pleasing look in the garden, not just for its delicious taste. And chervil is often described as the prettiest of herbs to plant in your garden. One of the less attractive features of the chervil plant though, when growing in your garden, is that it is thought that the chervil plant attracts slugs. So, it's often planted away from other plants in the vegetable patch to attract and bait the slugs. But if you're going to do that, you might want to make sure the slugs don't eat all of this delicious herb and that there's at least some left for you. Oh, and make sure you wash them properly as well. No one needs that extra protein in their dish. One of my favourite things to make with chervil is a chervil butter. In a food processor, I add a handful of chervil or a small bunch and then add a stick of unsalted butter, some sea salt, black pepper and then a little lemon juice. I blitz this in the food processor until well combined and then place in some plastic wrap and roll into a log shape. Place this in the freezer until it's needed. 
and then slice about, say, a half a centimetre piece to, to place on fish that I'm steaming, or a steak that's been cooked, or even some lobster. Going to a French supermarket can be an exciting experience, especially for foodies looking to try new ingredients or recreate classic French dishes. Now, while chervil can be produced as a dried herb, it's important to note that the dried version may not be the best choice. You may find that the dried chervil has little taste compared to its fresh counterpart. This is because the drying process can cause some of the herb's essential oils and flavours to dissipate, resulting in a milder taste. While dried chervil may have a longer shelf life and be more convenient to use, in my opinion, it is not worth sacrificing the flavour and aroma that fresh chervil can bring to your dishes. Therefore, I'd recommend to purchase fresh chervil whenever possible especially if you want to enjoy the herb's full flavour and aroma in your culinary creations. I started this episode talking about cousins and famous ones at that. A few previous American presidents were included, and so when researching herbs, I found quite a few quotes by one of the founding fathers of America, specifically about herbs. So I wanted to share them with you. Benjamin Franklin was quoted twice talking about herbs, saying that there's much virtue in herbs, but little in men. And he also said, time is a herb that cures all diseases. Benjamin Franklin must have really loved herbs, I'd say. And sounds like he might have even been a very good cook. That's it for another episode of Season 3 of Fabulously Delicious. If you liked it, please share me around with your friends and... Sorry, please share the episode around with your friends and family. Give me a rating if you're listening via Apple or Spotify and leave a review. A good one would be fabulous. Subscribe wherever you're listening if you haven't already. Through Fabulously Delicious, you can manger, which is French for eating. See, I'm teaching you how to speak French here. You could manger your way through fabulous French food and learn all about it. You can also experience the best of French cuisine and culture by checking out my Instagram at Andrew Pryor Fabulously or YouTube for cooking and travelling tips at youtube.com forward slash Andrew Pryor. And of course, subscribe to Fabulousness, well, Fabulously Delicious that is, wherever you listen to podcasts. Thank you for listening. And remember, as I always say, my motto is whatever you do, Do it fabulously. Merci beaucoup and bon app. Welcome to Novel Conversations, a podcast about the world's greatest stories. I'm your host, Frank Lavallo, 
And for each episode of Novel Conversations, I talk to two readers about one book. And together, we summarize the story for you. We introduce you to the characters, we tell you what happens to them, and we read from the book along the way. So if you love hearing a good story, you're in the right place. Our ninth season is coming this fall. Tune in to hear from some of the all-time great authors, Charles Dickens, Jules Verne, F. Scott Fitzgerald, and more. Subscribe to Novel Conversations wherever you listen to podcasts.